0: Great, here we are back at it. Grounded with Dilly Dave. Can you believe it? We're back here at Ferdy Dirk. We've got a huge squad, huge team to deal with today. Uh, I feel very, uh, very honored. Uh, Happy that everyone said yes to coming out. Uh, I appreciate that. So today we're joined with many wondrous faces for for me, some old, some new, and I think that's a great mix. So to my left right here, we've got Wrath, rapper, producer, all-round good boy and community builder. How you going, mate? Yeah,
1: good, eh? How are you?
0: Yeah, good. Um, to my right here, we have Amutha, who's our connection to the ethereal and the other, um, helps us access what we don't already have.
2: Damn, okay.
0: Thanks for coming on. And then also, you can of have a podcast without two Daves. So today, we've got our Dave Machine, who's a glitch lord, and he won't tell you, but he does have the voice of a bard. So thanks for coming on today.
3: Thanks very much.
0: No worries. So... Just to get things uh, grounded, you know, I think it's a good way to acknowledge the sacred ground that we're recording and operating on. So, I just like to pay my respects to um, the traditional custodians, not owners of the land, the original people, the First Nations people who tended to the land, um, the Runji people. The Kulin Nation is kind of where we're situated at as the moment. So, like to uh, pay respects to, um, you know, elders. past, present, and right here with us right now, Um, acknowledge that sovereignty was never ceded, and uh, yeah, hopefully we all hold a bit of gratitude for being able to share our stories on this land. How do we feel about that? Huge. (laughs) Huge. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So what are we doing today? What is this podcast? I mean, I don't think that Dave Machine quite knows what's going on today what was your name again?
3: That's a running Ivy theme.
0: as well. We've got Fresh Faces Ivy. We also have um, Atlas behind one of the cameras. Shout-outs to Atlas and shout out to Porsche back at it. A full supporter and co-producer, if you will, of this uh, podcast. So um, what we're doing, the whole idea of being grounded or getting grounded, uh, it's not a punishment from a parent, but it can be. But for me, it's more about um, connecting with the people and the places around us, right? So... For me, as an artist, it gets really lonely doing my thing when there's n- no one else to do it with, right? I don't know if anyone feels similar. Nev- I definitely
1: ne- do, yes. I've never once felt that. He's never felt lonely in
0: his life because no. he's, a, he's a good, happy, social boy, aren't you, Rye?
1: No, I feel um, uh, suffocated by the people when I'm around them.
0: Okay, all right. So Rye's taking a different direction. He's being a bit of devil's advocate here, which <laughs> is cool, which is fine. That's no worries. Um, but yeah, for me, I think if nothing else, this is a moment for us to just to, uh, connect and share over what we've been working on and, and doing recently. Um, just a bit of general housekeeping when it comes to this podcast. I'm going to try and match the BPM of the track in the back. <laughs> but essentially, ideally, we release two episodes a week on the Wednesday and the Sunday about 5 p.m., A-E-S-T, that's Australian Eastern Standard Time. So we're out here just trying to standardise time, and I think that's very cool. Um, This podcast can be found in many places. Spotify, YouTube, other platforms that no one uses. (laughs) But uh, wherever you want to consume it, do remember to subscribe, follow, take part, share if you will. Or stay away if you must. There's no worries.
1: Are there places people can leave reviews?
0: Hey, that's a that's a great segue. Yeah, this yeah. guy is setting it up. I'm going <laughs> to wow. pick this out of the ballpark. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I mean, Apple Podcasts. Spotify. Spotify. All these places mm-hmm. are really good. I'm really into feedback. It, it, it doesn't matter if it's positive or negative or anything. If you really want to uh, um, single out the fact that on the past two podcasts have uh, messed up a lot of the video end... Um, I haven't really uh, gotten it together at the highest level. You, you, you're more than welcome to articulate that. Mm-hmm. I think that's um, fine. You can, If you feel like you need to call somebody out, I can
1: be that person. I think you can DM Dilly if you want the beard to grow larger. If you want him to make that kind of a focus. As the season goes forward, it gets longer. The guests get more famous. Here we go. We're drawing a connection between... Uh, <laughs> My, my facial hair and the
0: guests that are also flourishing with me at the same time. So that's very cool. How long does the beard have to get before we get Kendrick on here? <laughs> um, I feel like it's long enough. You know, if <laughs> we are looking for a length or volume or anything, I mean, aren't we already here? I,
3: th- I think you need about a Gandalf beard. For that yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I, I agree. We've got a realist over here. Just, just,
0: there's no bullshit. It's like you actually need to do way better. <laughs> yeah. I appreciate that. Another Dave to keep this Dave in check. Because uh, who else could do that? So that's essentially like a bit of housekeeping, keeping, keeping. piping. I also have, we also have a Spotify playlist called Grounded Tunes, which all of your music is currently on. Cool. I've added tracks from all of your catalogs. So feel free to um, get on that and um, yeah, enjoy the full Grounded experience. So I'm just going to look at my run sheet here. We've kind of ticked a whole lot of boxes and um, I'm not very familiar with Dave Machine. So Dave Machine, if you had to write like a dating app profile like a little blurb about yourself what are like three key points that people need to know about you that are really dope?
3: (laughs) I'm so glad that I'm not on the dating scene because (laughs) I hate dating websites. Just Uh, go with it Dave. Put me on the spot. Um, I like my music to be quite funny (laughs) Okay. (laughs) which I don't think a lot of some people think that's strange um, but I You know, I like to have things in there that make people laugh or uh, a bit ridiculous, just to, like, kind of throw you off. I think that's fun.
0: That's great. So, like, samples and kind of weird, quirky ideas,
1: or...?
3: Yeah, and just, like... Um, on my new EP, the the song just like completely disintegrates from like a fun like right. you're like, hey, this is a bop, and then it just goes into like an absolute k hole. S- <laughs> right. yeah. Trying to
0: simulate a breakdown for the for the, for the audience. That's and great. I
3: just thought that would be funny, so I did it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that checks it out. Yeah. All right. So what's the next point? Um, it's pretty bassy. I've got into my bass recently. Okay. Um, my first like releases there was no bass and it sounded like guff it was horrible
1: right, a, little, so a little too tinny just like I think we all do that I was going to
2: say my last uh, project yeah. exactly the same issue no bass I've spoken
1: to a number of producers who all said the same thing yeah. <laughs> I just forgot to add the bass for the first four projects <laughs> so now I've gone like
3: too far the other end and <laughs>
1: it's just <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs>
3: drown in the wob yeah
0: but I got um, okay so so far we recover uh, a funny Funny producer in terms of the actual production, yeah. and now it's like all about the bass. What's this third kind of capstone point? If people had to know you, be.
3: Uh, may- maybe that it's just not consistent in any way. Okay, like, so uh, you're
0: unreliable. Unreliable. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
3: This is this is kind of similar to what my uh, dating profile was. Right. In re- I actually, bassy, <laughs> <facey, think> unreliable, <laughs> and funny.
0: It's <laughs> actually incredible. I think having that as the last point is giving people. You know, the insight that you're pretty real. You know, you're not there to kinda like pull wool over people's eyes or anything, <laughs> pull the rug under. It's just like, look, it's better to be honest up front, I'm a little unreliable.
3: Yeah. I and I get, you know, you get stuck in ideas for like maybe like a month, maybe just a week and you get really obsessed with it and yeah. then I tend to like drop the idea and you know, what's the exact opposite? And I find that uh. quite inspirational. Right. Just to be like, I'm just gonna change it. Just twisting everything. Yeah.
0: That's great. That's also a little bit scary to, uh, to, to I guess, to hang around with you. You're, you're always living in opposite days. <laughs> you're always just, unex, you know, <laughs> trying. There should, there's no point in having expectations or anticipation because you're going to fuck it up.
3: I might show up, I might not. That's Who knows? True. <laughs> <laughs> he only showed up today, so we fucking feel that.
0: Um, so, all you three are actually quite connected right now. Um, yeah. Wrath, you've got a, a recent release, recent album release, Liminal which is not only one of my favourite words out there um, but is also quite a good album you know <laughs> in that order in that order <laughs> <laughs> it's more of my favourite word than a good album No, it's a classic album um, I don't think it can be classic in a day
1: it, it, can, but be, appreciate. it can be
0: classic in a day alright well everyone's being real and just uh, you know <laughs> keeping me in check which is good yeah. um, so what is happening this
1: Thursday with, with you all what have you coordinated what is about to happen uh, this Thursday, we've got the launch of said album, album Liminal, uh, at the Retreat Hotel in Brunswick. Brunswick. Um, yeah. We've got Shining Armor joining us as well, yeah. with a debut of these motherfuckers, Naive yeah. Adam, which I'm very excited about. Uh, and then uh, I've got my... <laughs> 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 uh, it's just dogs in the building, at all yes. times, alright? That's what it is! So, write that down. Um, and I've got my band joining me. It's the second time my band's played with me, so that's gonna be fucking cool. Nice. Um, I think it's gonna be a very good time and a very uh, loosey goosey time. I know that mm. I don't know if you guys want to know, like, let on how little you have rehearsed, <laughs> but I would say that I'm right there in the same boat with you because we have also only rehearsed once. Hey. So I'm fucking scared, but it's gonna be a fun time. <laughs>
2: Our first <laughs> gathering was yesterday. In fact. it's
3: Not even a <laughs> rehearsal. It was like, so how are we gonna arrange these songs? Yeah,
1: <laughs> fuck yeah.
2: And then we're going to kind of try and wing it from there. Yeah. I half remember how some of the songs are meant to sound, <laughs> and I'm just hoping and praying on the day that we're going to we're going to make it run smoothly.
1: Do you because th- there's a there's a fine line between because I'm feeling a lot of anxiety about our own lack of rehearsal for for my band, but also excitement for that because yes. If you go in and go, I know exactly how these songs go, we've played these a thousand fucking times, and then the audience is going to just see us get up there and just go through the paint-by-numbers, or they're going to see us get up there and go, I don't know how this goes, but let's take it this direction and then this direction, and maybe fall on our asses, but that would be also pretty entertaining. Yeah. Do you enjoy that space? Between the two of anxiety and excitement,
3: <laughs> I love that space. Totally. <laughs> it sounds like his, it's his space. That's my <laughs> favourite space. If 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 something's too planned or like I can't go wrong, it's not exciting to me. Yeah, and yeah. I, I think the crowd like, well, I I find it very hard to fake emotions, and so when I'm up there and I'm not actually doing that much, if I'm just chucking effects on it, my face is just like this. (laughs) I feel dead inside. (laughs) Um, So you need the juggle Um, to make it real and to be engaged. I need it to potentially car crash, which, you know, sometimes it has, which is kind of exciting. (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
0: On the edge. Do you feel similarly in terms of living on the edge in those moments?
2: yeah i feel like that's where like the vulnerability but also the comedy comes out everyone's just living in that moment together that spontaneity is so fucking exciting Uh,
0: true oh my god you and the crowd right because they can feel it too they get that
2: right and they're just kind of riding off our energy so Mm. if we bring it then they're like okay you're setting the tone let's just go there with you
3: Mm. and that's why you would go to a gig you know, if, if, yeah. if, there was, if it was exactly like it is on the album or whatever it is, why would they bother coming out? You know, mm-hmm. everyone likes being at home. When they come out, they want to hear, they want to feel like they've had an experience. Mm. Right, right. Because, you know, the
0: more you feel like you're on the edge, you know, they certainly feel that as well. And it's almost, I, I think, from an audience perspective, I think it's almost better to see somebody almost fall or fall and then make that recovery in that moment been seeing them have some kind of like seamless performance right
3: um, and it's the i, th- I think like now because like we can all agree like we're not mega stars you know <laughs> i don't <laughs> know i didn't want to put this podcast <laughs> hey, come on man. i don't want to put words <laughs> in anyone's mouth but um no you're, you're like, right we're like not na- mega stars. now is the time to like uh you know make mistakes like give things a try you know really like push yourself see what you're capable of doing and yeah. like uh you know make it exciting right um right with the band that you've been
0: performing with Mm. and building stuff together recently is that kind of you know the space that you're at this new kind of on the edge exploratory playful state
1: that's definitely where i want to go i mean i really enjoy playing um playing solo just putting the beats behind me and and having a rap and doing the thing and that's kind of cool um and get to talk some shit, so I still get to experiment on stage because I love doing the you know, the in between song banter and yeah. opening my mouth and seeing what comes out. Um, that's really fun. Yeah. But then I come from bands like that; that's where I started. I started playing in like blues and rock bands when I was like a teenager. So mm. do, having just a backing track always felt a little bit off. And now. Right, right. I've always actually, to be honest, I've always I've always just wanted to, uh, to play in a jazz band. I don't know how to play jazz. And I really can't be fucked learning it. And my brother's a jazz player, so I saw what he went through and I thought, no th- no fucking way am right. I putting in that many hours into one thing. I would say it's better, <laughs> it, it's better to be jazz adjacent than actually jazz, <laughs> right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Well, that's when I stand next to them, I am ja- right. jazz adjacent. Residual jazz, jazz is the yeah. best kind of jazz, right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, just, just my take. <laughs> um, <laughs> so getting yeah, getting the band together has definitely been uh, a goal for a while, I and mean, then to put it together for this project, um, and definitely moving forward, we'll be working more with the band. Is that's the part that is, is exciting? Is yeah. the um, is yeah, every performance is going to be a bit different. Shouting we for song structure, they don't know the song structure. I just oh. point to people. Stop playing. You start playing. Right, bring it down. Bring it down. Bring it up. Bring it up, bring it up, it basically. So now,
0: you're direct- <laughs> so now you're directing on the fly as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just con- live, live you're a, producing.
3: You're a conductor.
1: I'm He's a conductor.
0: A conductor. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um, have you purchased the wee baton that you would use to... I'm whistling my own out of oak. Oh, oak's good for that. It's kind of like some wand shit you got yeah, happening. Exactly. Yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. Artisan.
1: What should I put in the, in the core of it to make it a wand?
0: Let's go around the circle. Dave, what do you think? What
3: should you put in the core of it? Residual jazz. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the man's callback I don't is phenomenal. Know. I don't know if there's another <laughs> answer crazy. besides that. I think that's it. <laughs> I mean, you can try Mutha, but it's pretty hard to top that.
2: Um, if you travel to Dandenong, there's a certain kind of route that you can find <laughs> that when you brew it, you'll extract DMT. So just chuck a bit of DMT in the center of that wand and watch the magic happen.
0: Root of Dandenong.
3: <laughs> Sounds like you've tried that already.
2: <laughs> no comment.
0: I'm
1: going to go with something unorthodox, maybe spider silk or something. Spider silk. Yeah. Um, could, I, could I take uh, the longest one of your beard hairs and <laughs> stick it in there? Wow. That's, uh, that's complimentary. <laughs> Absolutely, you can take that. I want to get as much masculinity into that wand as possible. <laughs>
4: <laughs> that's oh. why I said residual jazz. <laughs> 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 <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: I think <laughs> long beard hairs <laughs> are a part of residual jazz. There must be some kind of crossover there there's a lineage (laughs) (laughs) so Rath how did you um, pick up Native Atom
1: Naive shit (laughs) Naive Atom
0: how did you you pick up these these guys and
1: why did you choose (laughs) Naive Atom do you want like how much of the backstory do you want for this
2: complete transparency baby let's go alright
1: yeah I didn't book them I booked a different band (laughs) Oh, shit. I booked a Muthers band, Damn Fire and Shy, because I knew that they... Um, Potentially the better option? They okay. d- no. Get <laughs> <Okay, I'm kidding. laughs> They bring... Um, it, it, it's, it feels so fitting for the way that this gig has played out, the fact that I've been hunting for musicians to put in this band and only just got the, got the final piece. So I only had one rehearsal... It's all feeling a bit um, clunky, but Kay. it's going to be a good time. And then <laughs> I booked Dan Fye and Chai. I knew that there would be a, a, a party, and also to have yes. another band on stage would be really fucking cool. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And then I get the call and say, hey, that band doesn't exist anymore, <laughs> but we're on the poster. No
2: longer in operation. What'd yeah. you do to them? Um, we, <laughs> you know, we naturally ebbed and flowed out of each other's lives and you know it kind of made sense um it was around the time dave and i started collaborating and i was like oh here's a musical project that really i want to put a lot of energy into Mm. that i'm investing in a band that feels like everyone's dreams are on different pages of the Mm. book
0: right right
2: um and so i kind of put the message out there and Um, There was one band member that was like absolutely mortified Mm. and there was another that was like, hadn't responded for like a month in the group chat and immediately was like, yes.
0: (laughs) So I was like, okay. So a win for some and a loss for others.
2: Exactly.
0: Yeah. A win for
3: Dave, yeah. I'm a winner. Yeah. <laughs> but that's... It ties in because, you know, the bands are in liminal states. Yeah. It's all part it of the album. Yes, you know? yes,
0: yes. Not quite fixed. Yeah. In a state of uh, many places, if in you will. In the in-between. In the in-between, indeed. Yeah. There you go, Dave, breaking down what liminal means for all those who didn't <laughs> know. <laughs> which is I'm good. a simonim machine. <laughs> yes. I need one of them. Actually, no, I don't chat to No, I'm kidding. I don't know. Moving right along. Actually, no, that's... There could be an interesting segue into something that... um uh you two have kind of been engaging with especially around the visuals around releases and music mm. um fucking around with ai a little bit to help yeah. in the create uh creation process so um right i'd be really interested to know how you've been creating some of these cool 3d
1: motion graphics using ai for your album release I was scrolling through Behance looking for inspiration for the album cover, and I saw a music video generated by AI, and I thought that was sick. Shit, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. gonna, I'm gonna use that. Cool. Um, yeah, it's. Uh, do you want like app names? What do you want? I want do you want app details and or, like,
0: even like a process, like uh, you know, not a complete step by step, but yeah, break break down how you created some shit.
1: I was wary of using AI because like I don't want it to look like. I, I want it to look a bit I wanted to look like AI I don't think it can not look like AI uh-huh. it has AI has that weird almost oil painting but like digital weirdness to it yeah. something's a bit off there's that um, right. uncanny valley to all of it right right but um, there's also certain art styles that you see that you just like I know that's I know that's AI immediately when you see it right
0: right looks like a rip of something that's 100%. known or familiar yeah so
1: I just wanted to dump in like I actually used my image that I created for the cover put that into it and said, base what, base my prompts off this image for, like, the art style. Yeah. Um, so, sorry, using which app to create this? That was Leonardo AI. Cool. And who, put on, uh, who was put onto Leonardo AI? <laughs> D- <laughs> Tilly Dave. Cool. And I just wanted to, <laughs> just wanted to get it out there. <laughs> um, so, yeah, then generating a bunch of um, clay sculptures with that. Yeah. And then just dumping them into Runaway, which okay. is another AI app that just... Adds motion, tries to animate it into a thing. Is it like morphing these frames together, or actually just trying to? Create? Starts with that initial image yeah. and then just does something with it. Yeah. Which, I, w- this is a, this is a part of AI. I, re- I really enjoy is because I understand like kind of the worry of taking jobs from artists and and yeah. um, and being used in very. Uh, lazy ways or very corporate ways, very sadistic ways. But I really enjoy the idea of just like, it's almost like throwing paint at a wall and then something starts Mm. to come out. You're like, oh, I didn't expect that. A lot of art I don't think is necessary intention. Art is experimentation. Art is just like kind of putting... Something in And something comes out You did right. not expect Never would have In a million years
0: A little bit of a random Randomness generator Yeah You put in whatever And crank the handle And fucking whatever comes out
1: And a lot of shit comes out But there's a and little nugget of gold In that pile of shit Right And so I generated Yeah a bunch of different things I was like Garbage, garbage Go gar- oh, Okay Garbage, garbage go. garbage <laughs> yeah. Garbage, garbage Yeah And then took eight of those and turn them into reels. (laughs) Because what you've come
0: up with, I guess my articulation of it, would be somewhere in between um, something that's both Tim Burton and Pengu. It's kind (laughs) of like what we're looking at.
3: That's spot on. (laughs)
0: That's not bad. So there we go.
2: accurate! <laughs> Dude. Oh my god! I didn't even prepare that. Dude,
0: that's just off the dome. Don't worry about <laughs> it. Massive pingu fan. Yeah, massive okay, pingu well that, fan. He didn't even know. Like, you didn't put input. Uh, you didn't input pingu into the stages. Pingu always in there. Okay. If pingu
1: is so- hiding in everything I've ever created somewhere. <laughs> you can find him if you
3: rewatch Pingu. It's yeah. super dark. It's, like his oh, parents are yeah, horrible. It's, <laughs> yes,
1: It's so French. It's so delightfully French in every way. <laughs> um, I was—I remember, like li- uh, at school camp, putting on cartoons, um, and just turning off the sound and putting on uh, the radio in the background or putting on a CD mm-hmm. player. We would put on Green Day at the time, yeah. and just would see what would line up to make music videos on the fly, and just yeah. see. And there was this great moment of—I um, think actually—we had switched to Muse at that time. There was this kind of marching part of the song, and for some reason, in the song uh, in the show Captain Flamingo at the time, there was these marching sushi perfectly in time with the music and so now I'm considering yes. taking entire oh. entire seasons of Pingu and just slapping lemon on the top of it and going there's hey. a bunch of fucking music videos here fucking dickheads it's it's there to be taken up and like cut up
0: and spliced <laughs> they've
3: done the work
0: <laughs> did it. yeah they did a lot of hardcore yeah. claymation for that and um, I'm just gonna steal that Dave what have you been playing around with like is that something you've been you know how have yeah. you been creating some of these like other uh, EP cover arts and kind of things
3: yeah, yeah so I kind of spend essentially just one afternoon when i was really hungover, i was sitting in bed and it was when i just discovered dali um yeah, yeah. and it was when they had those like kind of unlimited credits so i oh, was like yeah, yeah. in full like i was in the zone like i was like <laughs> i was typing in prompts and this prompt was like getting very specific it was like very long paragraph with very weird abstract references but I found that exact like I honed it in and it's like that randomness but it's like carving the randomness with the prompt
0: yeah Mm. dialing it in just enough in the right spot yeah Yeah.
3: and then I like downloaded every one of those motherfuckers uh, put it into like a Google Drive let it sit for like a month and then came back to it and like cherry picked like the ones that I thought were cool and then I kind of like created it was meant to be this like kind of futuristic alternate reality kind of world and then i right. from that i then was writing the songs with those pictures in mind so it's like Whoa, really? ha- having that as like a reference of like so yeah the last ep is all within that world of like these like kind of futuristic-y like kind of you know, like otherworldly and they're all like characters because I like the characters that the AI comes up with. Mm, mm, yeah, yeah, right. It's fun. They're like aliens, but with like balaclavas and stuff. Yeah. R- right. <laughs> yeah. they're,
0: they're they're obviously um, they're, they're problematic humanoids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But
3: it was like it was interesting because as soon as you bring in like references to like having them in a warehouse and thing that like changes the 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 prompt and then it will bring it it will have like uh, like the the like um, their gestures and like the way they were standing was a bit more like uh, like rooted in realism okay Mm. and that was like I found that very interesting probably not a lot of people would find that interesting
0: no (laughs) I mean some people geek out on it but yeah to get that far in is something but I find that very interesting that you know you've created music using AI visual as a prompt, so it's like this prompt feedback loop that yeah. you're fucking inside of. That's yeah. wild, Dave. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. So I was, yeah, because I, you know, I, I really like um, like gorillas with their whole vibe. No, and that. These two, yeah, yeah. and and Get that was them here. that was like you know they were they were joined together. That was like mm. nothing came first. It it like influenced each other. Yeah, and then yeah. Um, like igloo ghost, if you know him, who's on. Um, uh what's his name? Flying Lotus's um yeah, okay. record Brain label. Feeder. Brain feeder, that's it. Thank you. Oh up. there it is. And he creates like this his whole world. He's had like art galleries of like this world and it's like very much like a communication of like his music is rooted in this world. And i nice. I found that really cool, so I just nicked that idea.
0: So do you find <laughs> that easier in terms of your music creation process to have it? sitting inside some world building activity
3: yeah and i have like uh, in front of me i have because i i paint i'm not very good but i like paint these abstract things as well yeah and that's like layered on the wall in front of me so it's like an inspiration right. wall i'm very much like a visual person um. i don't like i can't create music without any sort of other input And I can't, I can't have other sound, obviously, because that's insane. Wow, (laughs) yeah, that's bizarre. Some people have the TV on when they make music, but I find that weird. The
0: TV is an odd source of media to accompany the creation process. Yeah, but I think,
3: but I find like (laughs) visuals is like very like is useful for me because I will look at. I've got into like video synthesis as well. Yeah, and like that inspires my songs. I will just like chuck something on, randomise it get some crazy visuals going yeah. and then I'll be like, oh, I'll make a song that, that sounds like that looks. That's very interesting. Amuthi,
0: I guess you kind of have a little bit of a similar approach, like a strong pairing between the visual and the music, but do you find you you make visuals afterwards, after you've kind of come up with a piece?
2: I don't even know. I mean, like, yeah, so the, vi- like the videos that I put out, I guess so. Sometimes when I'm listening to a beat, I'm imagining, like, what... The situation is, yeah. and I'm playing it out in my mind, and then I will freestyle about it over the loop, and that's usually what creates a song. So right,
0: right. So inspired by more of like your your own music loop than a visual aspect.
2: I guess so. Yeah, the yeah. visuals are are informed by listening to the music.
0: Yeah. Okay. Because you do create you create all your like cover art and stuff pretty much, right? I do. For the most part. I
2: do. So the actually my like. My like latest latest project, it was released in April, um, was actually done on AI and Photoshop as well. Okay, there we go.
0: So, lo- yeah. another low key AI enthusiast um, over here. Yeah. Drippy, yeah. Jesus. drippy Jesus. Drippy Jesus. Yeah. Which is um, great, by the way. Which Jesus like looks fun. drippy.
2: Yeah, and that got accepted onto a Christian playlist, which I don't know <laughs> how that happened. I don't know if they read the album name, but. There's some know.
1: cool young Christians out there. <laughs> That's good. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, so but the latest uh, EP, I just I I designed the illustration on Photoshop, so I'm like fluctuating between. I do appreciate um, AI, but I also sometimes I want to make something really exact, and uh-huh. I don't know how to use AI in the way that I want to to create what I'm trying to create. Yeah, because well.
0: you're not messing with like I guess your creation process probably isn't just. Messing with parameters.
2: Right. Like I just... So my latest EP is called uh, Belief Thief. And I wanted this little tribal... Like you can't tell whether this thing's demonic or whether it's nice. Mm. And it's like sucking ideas out of a mind and there's another weird toothy guy in the background also sucking ideas
0: it's like a vampiric embrace
2: yeah yeah Yeah. and then the person who's getting their mind sucked is like their eyes are rolled back and they kind of look distressed but like are they or are they having a good time i don't know
3: that is a difficult prompt right (laughs) (laughs) so but possible if you've got four hours you could hone it
2: yeah i mean look this took me more than four hours to illustrate but it is really exact like i'm so happy with it
3: Yeah, right. It looks
2: really
0: good. You've come to the end product and there's satisfaction. Yes, yeah.
3: And I think that's the key. It's about um, whether it ticks the box in your head of like how you want to... Because it's the visual side of how you want to represent yourself. So it's like... And when you're making that music, like, you you know how it feels to you. You know how it looks to you. So it's like, Mm. by any means, like whatever it means you have to do. Like, you want it to look like how it sounds. Right. You know? yeah,
0: yeah, it has to match really properly for you to be happy, to be like, this is it, show it, yeah?
3: Because that's the first thing that people see, you know? Yeah. Before they even listen to the song, they're seeing that visual. Right, So yeah. it has it has to match, because if it doesn't, it, they're not going to, it's not going to work.
0: Right, because as soon as somebody's expectations aren't delivered upon, they're out of there, they're checking out. Yeah. That's sort
1: of why I went for... Um, AI to generate like reels and uh, what do you call those canvases on, on Spotify and stuff like that yeah. but, the, but the album cover itself I wanted to make sure that that was very much hands on built from uh, built from the scratch that I had an image in my head I made that image it looked exactly well did it didn't look exactly how it looked in my head but it never does but close enough yeah had a bit m- little bit more control or maybe just less time to deal with prompts <laughs> than yeah, Dave did yeah yeah, you can really sink a lot of time into the perfect prompt, hey? yeah. I've, yeah.
3: I've never done that ever since. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I ran out all of my energy. You've got uh, to do it in one burst.
0: Yeah, yeah, totally.
1: It is time-consuming, and I, I think that's... Um, I think having a very clear intention of what you want to see is not actually a great place for AI art, unless it's, like, really middle-of-the-road um, like you want to generate a fantasy character standing in a desert scene? Fucking no dramas. We yeah. can sort that out and shit yeah in a second. But if you have a particular weird art idea in your head that you want to do for an album cover or something like that, that's gonna take it, it. The chances of generating exactly what you want is absurd. You also need to go through all the different AIs that all have their own slightly different tweaks and styles and yada yeah. yada. So. I don't know. I don't think. Um, I mean, AI is going to get better, so it will. It will take all of our jobs. Don't you fucking worry about that. But yeah, it's yeah. not there yet. <laughs> it's not there yet.
3: I just rem- a top tip. Uh, if you've done AI stuff on Dali, it's very low resolution. Chuck it in an upscaler. There it oh, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah That's right. how you get it up to that like uh, proper yeah. amount. Right. Enough, enough pixels for it to look good on the IG.
1: And this is where Leonardo AI comes into uh, comes into play because it built it's, it's got upscaler. it's got four different upscalers <laughs> in built that didn't
3: exist when I did this
0: it's uh, <laughs> good stuff um I know you might have to uh, leave a little bit um so yeah. I reckon it'd be really cool I mean we're here at thirty Dirk one of the things that you know yourself and Vibe Union. Have been putting on at Thirty Dirk is Project Legacy. Yeah, and my understanding is on the fourteenth of December. Yeah, we have another project, Les- uh, project. Legacy coming up. Yeah, we do. Do you want to give us the rundown of who's on the bill and what project?
1: Le- what is the essence of Project Legacy? I absolutely Legacy? do. I absolutely do. And watch me do it off the top of my head of who is on that bill. <laughs> Here we bloody go. Uh, so I know. The, we, so, I know. So we're here with got... the co-founder
0: of Vibe Union, who's very in touch <laughs> yeah. with Terry books on acts, and knows every single event to the finest. Detail. We've got Queen Ree. yeah, an incredible
1: rapper and R&B singer, amazing. We got Ra Ra Raj. So this time we're actually we're bringing in some producers, and I'm really excited about Ooh. that. It's kind of indicating the direction we might go a little bit. Is trying to bring it because there's other there's other nights, other showcases out there that are doing um, obviously just big party hype nights, which Vibe Union are a bunch of fucking chillers <laughs> yes. so I want to do a night that is this is kind of the point of Project Legacy and everything else Vibe Union is doing is like a, a chill night that focuses on the artistry and placing a spotlight on those that deserve it so yeah. this time we're bringing in some producers with Rubber Raj and Finna Regular uh, and then we also have Nyon um, yeah, <laughs> I think that's how he's pronounced his name he's going to be bringing the hype though he's going to be fucking killing it so awesome. it's going to be a good night uh, did Sadeva help us out with hooking some of those artists up? Sadeva has helped out a lot with, help, with hooking <laughs> those artists up. Do you want to do
0: you want to talk on any of the artists that are coming up for Project Le- Legacy?
4: I guess what I will say. So oh, I got I got to squeeze on in here. G'day, yeah, get in, everyone. My name is Sadeva.
0: Sadeva, uh, the person who is kind of purely responsible, or at least fifty percent. responsible for this happening, so please.
4: (laughs) So Ra Ra Raj is a really good friend of mine. Um, He'll be doing a live beat set, but he does a lot of kind of um, like G-Funk sort of stuff. So he'll have kind of multiple bits and pieces. Talk,
0: uh, Talk box?
4: Um, I don't know if he has that a talkbox. Cool. Yeah, I love a So talk box. dope. He he he's, has a whole setup though. Okay, okay. There's cool. like four different. I mean, it's not you know four oh four, a of, box, of course. Go full on Um, and then Finn Regular actually has this crazy new guitar thing. Okay. It's like an electronic guitar thing. Right. And so I saw him do a set a couple months ago. I've known him for a long time. He used to be well. He's also a part of a band called Messy Mammals.
0: Okay, cool.
4: Yeah. So um. But, yeah, Finn does a really crazy, awesome, like, eclectic beat set. Um, And the other guy, how do I, how do I, I forget how to pronounce his name. Neon? Yeah, sorry, Neon, if we're... I
1: realise that's the only time I've said his name out loud. Yeah,
4: me too. (laughs) But we got him through a connection through... um, my boss, really. And he's yeah. a New Zealand rapper, if I'm correct. Oh, great. And he's quite amazing. Really great stuff. Cool. Some talent um, from El Toro. But Raj is... Raj will bring the G-Funk. And cool. he's just an incredible, incredible producer. He was in Japan for a couple of years, so I kind of missed him a lot. Uh-huh. And, um, yeah, a lot of these... You know, a lot of the producers that we kind of want to be getting in... And I guess kind of how I know Dave is through Beat Lab and stuff like yeah, that. Right. Yeah, right. So shout out C. Well, shout out, yeah. indeed.
0: Cool. Thanks for that breakdown. Appreciate you're it. You're so welcome. Um, Legend. <laughs> so, so yeah, I think you know, I think that's pretty cool that you're getting. I think that's pretty cool that you're getting. Um, you know, other people helping book people for for gigs because I mean, it's so easy for us just to fall
1: into our own net and network, right? I'll yeah, hundred percent. I'll be I'll, to be uh, perfectly honest, like it, it's just um, yeah, we yeah we've fallen into our own uh, yeah into our own. What did you just say? Uh, um, net or network? Our own, <laughs> yeah, our own network. Um, it's easy to fill up all the lineups with people that we know, the people we work with all the time, yeah. which um, is all well and good. But uh, yeah, I do want to extend that uh, net a lot wider. Mm. And I am shocked as someone who books a lot of events and. I think have my eyes somewhat on the scene yeah I keep meeting people and they just in, have you heard this person have you heard this person have you heard this person and I don't know anyone I'm like mm. God damn there is so many um, little niches within Melbourne and little yes. uh, little um, pockets. clicks little pockets yes and uh, I'm excited to try and tap into every single one but I'm gonna need I'm gonna need assistance which thank god I yes. do have <laughs> that's why that's why, that's why Ferdie Dirk
0: is so good uh, in yes. terms of being one of the places that the, all these different pockets come to, right? Like, it does seem to be a place somehow that's made itself accessible or appealing to all these different um, mm. producers, whether or just artists in general, you know. Um, so I think that's that's really cool.
1: Uh, Dilly Dave, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have a dip. Bro, I do apologize.
0: I truly appreciate it. Everybody out there, make some noise for Wrath! <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, yeah, Catchy's album, Liminal. Um, this will be released tomorrow. So, potentially, if you uh, are... What, what will be the date on the Thursday? The 23rd. 23rd. 23rd, 23rd
1: Thursday, the retreat. And the retreat hotel in Brunswick. There in are two Brunswick. retreats. Do not go to the one in Abbotsford. Go to the one in, in Brunswick. Yes. We <laughs> so dare not venture to Abbotsford. Ugh. Anyway,
0: thanks, Rath, for coming on. You were dismissed. Do what you got to do. All be right. what you got to be.
1: Yeah. See you, motherfuckers, on Thursday. Yeah. All right,
0: bye. It is. Thanks, Cool. Just <laughs> shedding some dead weight. Okay. <laughs> so, you two have been uh, working on a lot together recently, eh?
3: Yes. It okay. was, yeah. I feel like we, we've only known each other for a very short time, but I feel like we're artistically very, like, entwined now. Yeah.
2: A lot of crossover in our tastes. Um, but also a lot of stuff that Dave's, like, introducing me to that I'm just like, whoa, I didn't know that I'd like this. This is so dope,
0: so... Any, example, any examples of what I that think kind a, of
2: is? Like, I think he's pointed out things that I'm making and then I've leaned into them more. I think I mentioned to you today, like, UK Garage, cross with Neo Soul. Yeah. Um, and, like, just the kind of drum and bass and jungle that he makes as well, like...
3: Yeah, because I i'm english (laughs) as you may know no we know Um, we know (laughs) (laughs) hello mate um (laughs) that was the least english accent we loved it though (laughs) hello there mate i've been here too long (laughs) um yeah like growing up like i heard like you know i had an older brother who was playing like garage uh he was going to the, the club when it was coming out and <laughs> and I heard a lot of that early garage, which was essentially right. like Neo Soul, but like it was like slowly merging into the garage and I I right. heard that on a few of the songs like especially Big Stepper. I was when I heard that I was like, Wow, oh, that's mm. a jam. Yeah. I'm
2: leaning into that a lot more now. Yeah. Like I'm listening to a lot of UK garage and I'm trying to like mm. emanate the drum pads and stuff like that.
0: Right. So it's something that you were doing inadvertently but now you can identify those clear elements yes and focus on it that's um i mean are are you a big collaborator dave do do you like collaborate and work with a lot of people or is that newer space for you or
3: i that's been my goal for this year is that i went at it hard and i just like i my (laughs) my girlfriend hannah was just like you're she she kind of likened me to like a pickup artist, <laughs> and it was just, just like <laughs> I w- I would go to all these like the Ableton event and the playback thing Gasso, okay. and, okay. and I w- I, w- I would yeah like the producer meetups and I'd like yeah. make friends with people and I'd be like do you want to come and play synthesizers with me <laughs> <laughs> which most people say no to <laughs> <laughs> and there's um, uh, I don't know if you heard it, MESS, the Melbourne Electronic Sound Studio, which no, is no. like the yeah. mecca of synthesizers. Yeah, it's right. insane. Right. You, it's basically like a gym for nerds. And so you like go there, you, you pay your monthly rate, you can you can play on as many synthesizers as you want, and yeah. you can bring guests for free. So wow. that, that was my thing. I was like, come with me to MESS. And That's I a huge I in. That's a big in. Collaborated with loads of people. And then I like... Because it's a muscle that you need to build. Like, how do I make music yeah. with people? Like, it's very hard. It's like you're back at school, like, in the playground, and you're like, oh, how do I play in the sandbox? Like,
0: are you talking about, like, back in the school in the in the sandbox or, like, doing a group project together? Right. <laughs> Isn't that a better analogy or comparison? Yeah, true. He's the, going even
2: you... further back because it's creativity, you know? So okay. we're, like, literally we're babies in the sandbox. <laughs> okay, you're right. thinking too far ahead where it's things get intellectual... Right.
3: We're stripping it An back academic, to basics. An academic, exactly. Yeah. No, it's we're like, playing,
2: we're playing.
0: That.
3: Okay. Y- you have to learn how to like, who you know, because you might really like the person and you might really like the music that they make, but the th- you might not like be able to collaborate together because right. you do the same thing. And I yeah. learned that is like, I was trying to collaborate with people who essentially like doing the same things in songs. Like I like uh, doing the drums and the bass and like doing the final touches. But then I was like, "Oh, we both want to do the same thing, so it doesn't work." Yeah. Oh my god,
2: what a blessing! He loves doing all the shit I hate. <laughs> right. doing. so that
3: that's why it works. So <laughs> it's kind of like dressing it up, you know,
0: tying it all together. I like making it. it sound big and yeah. like yeah. making it is sound what I boomy. Need. Right, yeah.
3: right. Whereas like uh, a Muthur is amazing at songwriting, at like. Um, you know, amazing vocals That coming up with actual concepts for songs that feel yes. whole, where I felt like I was just like, these are drums and this is bass. <laughs> <laughs> and it's silly. Like, whereas, like, I feel now we're, like, when we collaborate, we make actual fully-fledged, fleshed-out songs. Like, it's, yeah, it's very satisfying.
0: Right. Well, you know, I, I was actually able to sample a little bit of Belief Thief, and um, it's a cool union between, uh, you know, the... Like, the experimental, but, um, you know, like, yeah, the experimental kind of... You can
2: of, say accessible. It is accessible. Yeah, the <laughs> experimental
0: and the accessible, I think, is kind of, you know, what's, what's happening. Because, you know, I feel like maybe it's not your strength, but I feel like you're good at house music. Yeah. And you get that. Yeah. Right? Um, and that's something that I, you're kind of adjacent to, but haven't always gelled with. But then I think, you know, you're really good at building these different elements that live in a cohesive thematic place. And then to have, you know, this, I guess, maybe like a foundational like place to put it all. I mean, that seems to be such a great fit.
3: Yeah, I feel like I bring the... Because I've been my recent like over the last like 2 3 years i've been like studying dance music and like right. working out like how the genre works like right. what makes that certain genre why why does it sound big why does it sound fun but then it's like i wanna then divert that and then use those elements in a different way but then ah. i still haven't learned how to write a song or like writing lyrics scares me <laughs> yeah right well and um, so Amitha is that like yeah. the puzzle piece of like i feel like we're we're yeah it works
0: Amitha, do you feel like you've taught dave anything to do with songwriting, or is it just kind of like being exposed to your processes almost enough or
2: i don't know i mean like we haven't so we're, we're yet to like properly collaborate we've made a couple of tracks together but at the moment the most collaboration we've done has been uh, Dave kind of like co-producing my upcoming EP but I think now that we've got our third piece to Naive Adam we've got a saxophone player we'll start writing stuff together and that's gonna be I think a big learning curve for all of us
3: yeah I'm very excited for that upcoming thing but I this is the, it, like, making the songs with you, co-producing the songs was the first time that I was um, thinking about how I produce in terms of, like, how it, um, how it fits the, like, what the song is trying to say, like, thematically. And okay. so it's, like, using those things that before were very, I feel like a lot of the time dance music is quite functional, but it's using, uh-huh. the, using those functions for a purpose if that makes sense uh, so yeah, it's like yeah, yeah. but now we've got Georgia on, bo- on board that's like i feel like Amutha is the songwriter and the vocal i'm the producer the you know make it sound big and then um, we've got, now got Georgia on live instrumentation so right. it's like those the to me that's like the three key points of like what makes like really stand out music of like mm. a proper structure great themes and storytelling in the song great production but then also like the sound of like a real instrument right is like and like really expression through that real instrument to me is like what a lot of bedroom producers are missing because i think it's very easy to get into that like you know i i do it myself where i'm like going on splice or i'm using just electronic things and like straight out of the computer i'm like trying to do my thing with my synthesizer but there's right. only so much you can say with the synthesizer and if you then blend that with a very grounded like there's nothing that sounds more like uh, human than a saxophone yeah. like you're blowing in that's that's your air and your your being into that saxophone and it's like the expression right. from that. You, it's, you know it's it breathes untouched, life right? Right? Yeah. yeah and so that as a as a little medley is like I'm so excited to explore it. Yeah. Yeah. And
2: also just like a small note on that. Georgia was playing like not classical necessarily, but she understood all of the foundational theory and she fell into that trap of like being quite restricted by knowing the theory. And a lot of people, once they study classical, they just can't go back to, or they can't go into improvisation because they feel like they need that structure.
0: They're locked into those patterns. Exactly.
2: So she went away from sax for like 10 years and the first time she actually picked the sax up, was to play and jam on one of the damn franchise tracks. Oh, get the fuck I, out I of yeah. I did not know
3: that. That's yep. cool. 10 years. Ooh. Yep. wow. <laughs>
2: and then, like, yeah, and then fast forward to a year, that track is unreleased. But this coming Thursday, we're performing yeah. the track that she played on over a different beat, Sunday oh. Eve. Yeah. So it's just That's like this cool. weird full circle moment.
3: Everything happens for a reason. Exactly. <laughs> totally.
0: Uh, do you feel, do both of you kind of feel like there is that element of having uh, faith in the chance of the universe, you know, like giving some things up to, like relinquishing controls of some things with the expectation of the universe is probably going to figure it out somehow? I don't for you? know if
2: you were leading me into. Mentioning this story, and I don't even know if you know this story.
3: (laughs) I Um, don't know what I know. (laughs) That's all I know.
2: I was, like, listening to this lady giving this lecture, and she was talking about um, how to relax, how to relax into creating reality. Uh And it was a really beautiful lecture, and she was talking about her own stress that she was experiencing. So she was sitting at a restaurant, this restaurant restaurant, um, accommodated for children. So they had these pieces of paper on the table and they had crayons. So she sat there and she wrote um, a list out. So on one side of the list, she wrote things that I need to organize. So yeah. she wrote, okay, I need to do this. I need to do that. I need to do that. And then she wrote things that the universe needs to organize. Yeah. And then that side of the list is just like, I don't even need to think about that. Right. So I really appreciated reading this list and I'm yeah. listening to this podcast as I'm arriving at playback oh, okay. I park my car behind <laughs> this this other car and I'm sti- I've been sitting in my car for like a good five minutes now yeah listening finishing off this lecture and then I'm like okay you know what I'm gonna do this too I wrote down things that I need to organize on one side and then on the other side and so this list was like okay I need to improve my production I need to do this I need to do that yeah on the other side, I wrote, um, bring me the right person who can help me with this. And I look up, and someone's getting out of their car. And I just felt it. I'm like, this is the this is the person.
0: This fucking guy.
2: Yeah, and it just so happens it was Dave. And the thing is, I didn't even realize that until the end of the night. I just oh, yeah. went, and I sat down next to you, and we just you, immediately clicked.
3: You marched out, like, I... When, I, when I'm at Playback, like, I sit there at a table and then I just, like, I leave it up to... The, I say I leave it up to the universe, but I'm actually just very socially anxious. <laughs> Great cover. <laughs> so I'm, like, sitting there, and then you march over, and then we just start chatting. And I'm, like, oh, this is cool. <laughs> and then we're kind of talking about, like... Um, I think we started talking about maybe Katronada, and I was, like, oh, that's cool to have someone who has, like, that shared thing. Yeah. And then your song came... Because at Playback, like it's a producer thing where you play your songs uh, at the gaso on the big yeah. speakers yeah. and so we heard each other's songs and we're like oh shit I love your song and then you know Amutha love like my yeah, song and I yeah, was like yeah. ah this is cool and then we just kind of like worked out from there but it just it never in a point in my head was I like questioning like oh should I make music with this person it was just like well it's obvious we're gonna make music together (laughs) right
0: because it fell into place just so fucking well it was
3: just easy and I think that's the thing with music it's like you can struggle all you want but like the best things always come the easiest like when you're trying to make a song it's always like the easiest song is the best song because you can hear it When you listen to it. It's like if it was a struggle, you can hear the struggle.
0: Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, I guess that's a good tip. Like if you're in the process of making something and it's a struggle to appreciate or listen to or consume in any way, then that could be an indicator, right?
4: Yeah,
3: and I think sometimes you just got to step outside of, you know, your bedroom, your little bubble. You got to walk around in talk to some people (laughs) yeah which seems funny but like you know for ages i wasn't doing that i was just (laughs) sitting at home being like i'm making the bass sound real big (laughs) it's
0: more sad than funny but
4: it's certainly (laughs) insightful (laughs) yeah but if anyone's listening to
3: this at home like don't be a dweeb go outside and talk to people yeah that's that's the skill in itself because it's very hard to be a musician that actually does stuff when you're like on your own as an island, like go and chat to people. There's a lot of people in the same boat as you. They'll, right. they'll inspire you right. and then it will make it a hundred times easier.
2: And as a musician as well, part of the part of our duty is to take in life, take in experiences, have conversations, transmute that into creativity because essentially people are looking to us to experience their own vulnerability so you do have to put yourself out there and experience things which means leaving your house
0: yeah, overcoming some of those fears you know, and it's not the easiest thing and you know um, I think it's great to be able to develop a level of confidence where you can kind of go up to anybody and approach them with the mindset that you could help them or they could help you. You know, they know something that you don't and you probably know something that they don't, you know. And I think that's an easier way to go out and uh, connect with the people because if you're going out thinking that you're, you know, an expert in your field and that's who you are and that's what defines you, that's like barriers, that's walls. So it's better to come in with like, (laughs) not the expectation of what you're going to meet, but just being open to the experience.
3: 100%. And also like, don't be afraid to aim... Like, it's, it, it seems silly, but like, because of Instagram and all those things, like, everyone has this like ranking of like who's, who's big and like who's yeah. unobtainable to talk to. Right. And like, I've learned just from like trial and error, just like, sling out a random message to someone that you absolutely adore that you think is yeah. so amazing because they're a person who's gone through the same thing as you. Yeah. And more like, if they, they're, you know, they're busy, but it's not because they don't want to talk to you. It's yes. because they got lots going on. But occasionally if you like you're genuine about it and you're not being like, hey, listen to my thing, otherwise you're you're a loser, you yeah, know. Yeah. Be really genuine and be like, hey, I know you're busy, like would you, you know, maybe listen to this because I listened to your music and it inspired me. Like I've had yeah. people who I really, really respect who I thought would never ever reply back to my messages, have like messaged back and they're like asking like, Oh, send more songs. And it's really cool. Like it's everybody is a person. Everybody is, you know, if if you if you remove that like uh, social media element of it, everyone's just going around doing their thing. They want to be inspired by people. Right. And it's you know we're all level. We're all humans. Yeah, the
0: numbers don't really mean anything, even on page or you know it doesn't really mean much. I think that's a because as a musician, you have people who inspire or influence you, or you know who you look up to. And you don't want to feel like there's such a gap between that person and you because then you probably won't be able to kind of get to that space, right? Yes, yeah.
2: 100%. I actually I went and saw Masego um, at the beginning of October and part of my um, motivation was like actually connecting with where he was and what he was doing and feeling how achievable that was. Yeah, right. So when the first act came on, it was a full band. It was a a girl and she was playing with like a DJ, a guitar player, a bass player, drummer, three uh, backup vocalists and a piano player. It was (laughs) full on. So I'm looking at the stage and I'm feeling quite disconnected and then in turn disheartened because I'm like, oh my God, is this a reflection of... My, my lack of feeling like I can get here. Yeah. So there was like an undertone of sadness, but I was like, you know what? I'm just going to enjoy the music. So here I am thinking once who gets on, I'm going to have the same feeling. But the moment he jumped on, it was just him, his saxophone, a drummer, and a guitar player. And I was like, oh, mm-hmm. I felt super connected to it. And I was like, I can do this.
0: Yeah, right. I, you know, just being in that room, in that space, with that energy is enough for you to figure out whether there's some connection or back and forth or or whatever it is it was
2: very lively his set I mean just referring to like what we were talking about before how like having that spontaneous energy is really key in helping you feel connected I just felt like the first set they were incredible but it was not spontaneous of course they planned it out so well they're opening for Masego they want to make it perfect Yeah, totally fair but he came out with this, like, crazy attitude and, like, liveliness. And, yeah. you know, he's he's got, like, he has a song with yams in it. He brings out some yams. He's got, like, love songs <laughs> where he's throwing roses into the crowd. Right. He says he's cooking something up and someone comes and put, puts an apron on him. Uh, yes. So it's just, like, a really silly, fun set but really, really spontaneous. Like, right. he let his, like, guys do solos and just let them keep going when they were really feeling it. Like, it was... It was cool to see because I was like, that's, that's, I feel connected to that. And I feel like that's achievable because I feel like I can embody that within my expression.
0: Right. Being so dialed into the moment that, um, you know, you're just naturally unfolding in front of everybody. Yes.
2: Right? Which is beautiful.
3: And I think that's key is like, go and see the music that you love live. Like, because yeah. there's nothing like seeing an artist that you love their songs go and see them perform it and go and see, to me, like live music is how li- how music should be. Mm-hmm. Like it's, yeah. like the album is like, you know, it's the convenient version. Yeah. But it's like, yeah. that's only because of you know, because they can't play in your bedroom every day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, ideally, yeah. you'd have, like, you know, you'd go. that's the only way you would hear music. Yeah, them in your backyard or your yeah. bedroom <laughs> would be ideal. Very unobtainable. <laughs> but, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but that's, you know, and, it, and it's very... In, I find it very inspiring. Like, when I find mm. that I don't have ideas or that I'm, like, ah, oh, I feel drained, like... I was listening to what's it called the Creative Pep Talk podcast okay. if you've ever heard it. No. Very inspiring, very cool. good podcast. Very enthusiastic American guy called Andy J Andy J Pizza presents it. But um he basically says that you can't uh you can't keep creating if you're not like inspired by things. And so you have to seek yes. out those experiences and like breathe it in in order to breathe out your your yeah. your artwork kind of thing because you can't uh, it's
0: pretty hard to do your thing in a vacuum mm. right with no input impo- and for me I'm very similar to you Dave maybe because we're both Daves I mean it's hard to know it's hard to know if all Daves have a universal experience
3: we do we have a conference every year we
0: certainly <laughs> do no one's invited but Daves um, but for me to uh, find you know the motivation or the energy for me to do my thing it's always just going out and seeing other people do it yeah. it almost doesn't matter who it is, if I know them, what level of tech or skill they have, it's like that person's out there doing it. And I get mm-hmm. to feel that, get to see that, get to see the audience interacting with that. And that gives me um not only, you know, any kind of inspiration or motivation, but it just gives me um it's like a measure, it's like a barometer for what's happening out there. Mm-hmm. You know and then you c- that makes it a lot easier to be able to create for that space, for that scene, for that
3: world, yeah, definitely. And I think Melbourne, like as a creative hub, is so inspiring. And totally. there's like all you need to do is just walk around, go and see what's on, go and go and see something, and then you'll, you'll hear something that you have never heard before, and then yeah. that will you know unlock a thing in your head of like oh well these two genres are connected in a way that i didn't know or like yeah. you can present music in a certain way you can be this character and that's that's accepted like people i find that really inspiring when you see like an unconventional character on stage being truly themselves mm. and it's like oh i don't have to be like those other heroes that i have seen right. it's like a new archetype and it's like I love going around and like, collecting those like, archetypes of like, you can be this person, you can be this person, you don't have to yeah. be like, you know, everybody that we've seen before. And it's almost like being a new person is And now I'm like, in my head, I'm like, oh well, what's the new thing? Like that, right. And it gets you excited about that, like it's a different way of seeing it.
0: There's an interesting like, cross-pollination thing that's happening between like, uh, belief thief, right, and trying to pick up aspects of archetypes to embody or carry out You know, as your own thing, your own artist. So I think you're right. Seeing those things happen in real life, and whether that's somebody um, being uninhibited or being uh, super vulnerable in either a funny or crazy or sad way, you know, those things that you wouldn't normally access, but if you can see it play out in front of you, you can be like, all right, I can kind of take into account some of that into what I do. Maybe I lack this, maybe I lack being a little bit inhibited. So that's something that I can kind of keep in mind. I've seen kind of what that looks like.
3: There's um, a band called Dry Cleaning. I don't know if you've heard Ray? of them. Who's no. like a, a British post-punk band. Yeah. And the lead singer is essentially... She does this like spoken word thing, but it's all like she looks very anxious on stage and she looks like hostile.
4: (laughs) Okay,
3: (laughs) it's like, that completely like threw me because I was like, and it it goes with the, it's very dry, very British, but like for her to have that, like it's almost like a confidence with like, because she, she, you know, she's an anxious person. She can't change that. And so she like really fully lives into it and that's where the confidence comes in. Yeah. And I found that was very, very interesting. And it's like, and now it's become like a character that she plays and it's like she really leans into it because she's obviously like built the confidence over these years. Right, and right. And I just found that really like inspiring is like that you can like think, well, oh, what's the thing that's holding me back? Like why would I not want to perform on stage? And then you use yeah. that as like your superpower.
0: Yeah, that's right. You're flipping the weakness into a strength. I think that's... Uh that's a great way to approach really anything in life, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, whether it's cooking or um, trying to remember Eminem lyrics or <laughs> whatever it is. Shout out—we got Jess in the house, <laughs> avid supporter of the scene. Um, you know, we've got a few people in the room at the moment. I don't know. I'm going to try something a little bit different. Are there any questions that anyone has here for either Dave Amutha or this other Dave? Um, Anything that comes to mind, uh, you could even ask what is going on right now. Um, anyone have anything? <laughs> I see Jess nodding ahead. <laughs> okay, cool. Well, you know, I think that, you know, the, the, the invitation is there. Um, you know, this is an open mic. This is an open space. And, uh, you know, when I, when I run out of questions on the fly, you know, instead of going straight to the tablet of the run sheet, you know, I just like you know, just put the feelers out there, right? Live in the moment. Just live in the moment. Absolutely. <laughs> um. So, you know, I think that um. You, you kind of drawn this uh this point earlier, David. Like, for a lot of musicians out there, it can be hard to access and find communities that kind of empower what you're doing. Um. And you kind of gave a little, you know, some kind of. Tips or insight around that, but is there anything that you would really um, specify or, or articulate to somebody who is like, I'm apprehensive about getting out there? Like any initial steps to make that easier for people?
3: I would say find something that is regular. That's like some sort of like gathering thing. Like I go to the Ableton meetup yep. at the the channel, like the Art Centre, and the oh, yeah. and playback at the Gatto and they're like held I don't know like once once a month or something I don't know um, and then I just go to every single one and so like yeah, that okay. consistency of just like almost like that's my job to go there and it's like mm. you don't have any expectations but you I go there I'm like speaking to whoever I want to speak to like I you know at, yeah. the, at the gaso at the playback I'll go and sit at the back and chat to the old geezer who's just like comes there because he's you know, made some bizarre electro song using like really antiquated MIDI things. Like, right. And I'm, I'll chat to him and I'll like, you know, find out what he's about. And like, yeah. I've had like the best conversations. And I think just being open to everybody yeah and not just thinking like, oh, how am I going to progress my career in music? But just yeah. being like very open to just like leaving it, I like to leave it up to chance. Like, I will chat yeah. to anybody, I'll get deep in a conversation. And then, like, I found that's where, like, the most, like, um, like, um, what's the word? Like, the most fulfilling conversations come about and then, like, weird connections. And then because Melbourne, like, it's big, but it's not that big. Sure. It ends up coming around and then you're like, oh, shit, you know that person, you know that person. And then you, like, you get to know the city and, like, its inhabitants really well. So and like, i really like that like can like the broad community
0: right but you know that comes with not having the expectations around how and who you're going to meet exactly yeah because yeah. i
3: found that there was one time at the gasso i'm not going to mention names but there was this kid who came round and he was like Oh, I, I heard you made beats and he was just yeah, like okay. some oh, I, swagger. I, I, want, I want to master your tunes yeah, and it's like <laughs> just no like no relationship building nothing he right. was just like there to do business uh, he was talking over people's songs just being very rude and it just came off very, very icky. And I yeah. feel like he's probably thinking he's going there, he's working, he's grinding, he's doing his hours. But it, it came across right. to me as very disingenuous. And I think everyone can pick up on that. And right. it's like, you've you got to be how you want to be in life, you know?
2: Mm. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, just expanding on that. So, like, someone who has that kind of grind set about music, they might make it. Who Who knows? They might make it, but, like, I think... The energy that they attract towards them is really going to be representative of what they've been putting out. It might not be as fulfilling as someone who is just living their life. Um, I like hearing, like, yeah, I you, I you open to everything. You go out, you just experience the world, and you allow everything to happen naturally, like, there's no real agenda. You don't need music to be this, like, phenomenal thing in your life. You don't need the fame. I do. Well, <laughs> you know, we'd all love it.
3: I need it and I crave it. But it's not
2: the driving <laughs> factor, <laughs> you nah. know? It's definitely, like, I mean, I think, you know, just... We we just want to make music, really. That's all it is. That
3: That's the key, and it's like can't remember what podcast it was but they were saying i listen to a lot of podcasts um and they were saying like you know what, what's your goal what are you aiming for and the main point that i got from it was like as long as you're still creating like you're you're achieving your goal like yes. if you can get through your whole life and like that's my ambition to be like they call it like a lifer like someone who's like a create like outputting creatively for the whole life yeah and it's like that's the key is like if you can continue like going around your life being inspired not putting yourself in a corner and like you never know what you're going to end up doing and I just found that really inspiring and that's now how I try and live my life of like not sectioning myself off like just seeing like what what can I do like Today I bought a bunch of art materials. I bought a bunch of like oil pastels and cool. like this like very expensive book on like how to draw character design stuff yeah, like that because yeah, yeah. I thought that would be fun. <laughs> yeah,
0: absolutely. And it's like
3: there might be parallels I might end up meeting people who like, you know, it's it's all about not being shut off. It's like what am I what what am I excited about right now? Yeah. Let me go and run in that direction like 100 miles an hour.
0: Right. And then you yeah. start coming across a lot of people who, where there's a lot of common ground and overlap, and it's funny. I, I imagine you can probably go to a music or producer meetup and uh, have an interaction with somebody and find common ground that isn't music. And sometimes that could be
3: a stronger tie
0: than the music in the first place, right?
3: Yeah, that happens all the time. As yeah. uh, my friend Alex, we mainly just talk about gardening. There you go. <laughs> We're both like make bass music, but. I'm like, how's your garden going? <laughs> is, is that a typical icebreaker for you? Dave? <laughs> if they look particularly like, Green if I thumb-y? can see soil under their, uh, <laughs> under their nails, I'd be like. So, anyone who looks a little bit dirty, you're going to be like, <laughs> yeah. there's a the garden. <laughs> how's your zucchinis?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't lead with zucchinis, but I mean, maybe you, maybe that's what's working for you.
3: Always lead with the zucchini. <laughs> there
0: it is. <laughs> Do you have any uh, icebreakers, amutha? like when it comes to you going out, interacting with the uh, general pop? Do you have any uh, uh, icebreakers?
2: Not really. I like to throw throw people in the deep end and sometimes I like to just talk about aliens just to see okay. how people react to that shit, yeah. you know? So the opposite <laughs> of an icebreaker.
4: Yeah, like people putting people on ice, you yeah, know? Yeah, <laughs> there it is, on blast. Um, <laughs>
2: yeah. um, but I tend, like, because, you know, I think I appreciate when someone can engage with a topic without really having a solid belief in it if they're just if they have a vague openness like yeah okay what's this
0: banter then it's like it's interesting yeah 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 yeah,
2: yeah. it's good you get a good read on someone and also you like you open with an interesting conversation and then you eventually come off that topic you talk about other stuff but like it's a good way to gauge if there's like if I'm gonna get along with this person if they're just willing to be like yeah let's go let's do it let's have this conversation about aliens
0: that's uh it's very interesting I have I have such a similar way of uh, it's like what Ivy the alien just hanging out over here vibe. Um that's a similar way that I approach a lot of uh, social interactions initially is like it's a little unsettling. It's like I'm gonna throw some you know, some weird odd phrase that might be ambiguous or hard to like identify and reconcile with. But you know d- uh, you know, judging by their reaction is probably if I'm going to continue um, going along with it. Yeah,
3: it's like throwing. It's like essentially being like, "Hey, are you, it's like, uh are
0: you, are you a dweeb like me? <laughs> I'm a total
3: dweeb. <laughs> uh, can you have you not told by now? <laughs> that's, what, that's, what I'm sa- I'm, that's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm, oh, I'm articulating right. <laughs> how we relate to each other. Yeah, it's like you you throw a bit of yourself out there, and you're like, oh, you know, it could be about anything. But it's like, are they going to pick up on that? Are they going to take the bait, or yeah. are they going to? You know, are they like, I'm only gonna talk about this and I'm a very right. serious person? Like it's like are they able to like suspend the belief of like where we are to just yeah. like chat about I don't know, post boxes yeah. for like twenty <laughs> minutes? <laughs> I love
0: that. That's really cool. I feel like uh everyone needs some ice ba- has anyone uh, anyone got any icebreakers in the room? Ivy, do you have any icebreakers that you use at all? Uh, feel free to no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. You let people make the icebreakers towards yourself. Okay, that's cool. That's a bit of a power play, like, I won't approach you, but if you think I'm cool enough, or if you think you're cool enough to approach me, I think that's more of their flavour. That's great. Some of my icebreakers include... Um, thank you, by the way. Some of my icebreakers include... This is for anyone out there who needs them. You can ask, uh, what's the best idea somebody's had for that week? You know, or recently... You could uh, ask what the highlight or the down point of their recent week has been. Um, Another cool thing is, uh, depending whether they have a backpack or a handbag, what's your favourite thing in your handbag or backpack? Nice. What's the most important thing that you have on person at all times?
3: i go for, you've got five fingers, each one can shoot out a liquid. Which one are you going for?
0: Holy... Shit, that's a mind melter. Yeah. You're first and then I have to
3: do You it. can you can tell a lot about a person cuz it shows what they value. Mm. Five liquids.
2: Wait, so I choose the liquid they can shoot out. E-
3: every finger is a separate liquid. You've got five. Oh my
2: god. Okay. So, I would say my thumb is cannabis oil.
3: <laughs> yes.
2: I don't know if that's yes. a liquid, but it'll be yeah. in a warm hand so it would have liquefied. <laughs> yeah. Um Maybe I'll put water in my pointer finger, probably important, just to get say, hydrated.
0: Or would you put it in the middle because it's the longest hose? <laughs> I don't know. I feel
2: like the middle has to be like something a little bit. I don't know, like liquid, liquid cocaine or liquid something fuck like you. that. Oh. Yeah, yeah, which would like be that. liquid cocaine? Yep. Yeah, very good. Uh, ring finger. We're going to cut
0: all this out of the podcast. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding.
2: Ring finger. Maybe MDMA. Okay. Liquified. We're really
0: just loading it. <laughs> <laughs> <'Cause you> know,
3: <laughs> I see a theme I, here.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't think of any other liquids. Um, Except
3: okay. for drugs. Wait, wait, wait.
2: And my pinky would be orange juice. Yeah. I love orange juice. Huge. Super but delicious. I have Cool. seen that. Yep.
0: Um, cool. I would, I would probably take the canna- cannabis oil and the H2O. Very important. Um, the middle finger would probably be like tequila. As a kind of like a aggravated fuck you. I'm really just getting into it. Um. God, what else have we got? Candle. Candle. Candle Liquid. Wax. So maybe hot wax, I can put into people's eyes if I want to blind them. Hot wax. Okay, I'll take that. <laughs> but it's also like a cool like hip hop term, like hot wax. Milky bar Kids got some hot wax yeah. coming <laughs> out that finger. <laughs> um, the third op- third option would be like uh, maybe it'd be milk. It would have to be milk. I don't think we can fit. I don't think we can fit the uh, cookie crumbs in it. I think it just have to be. You're really
2: uncomfortable squeezing some cookie crumbs out yeah, of your you pancakes. You,
0: you, you would feel the pain. That's awesome. Um, well, look, I feel like you know we're coming to the tail end of this podcast. It's actually been smooth running. Not that that doesn't always happen on my podcasts, <laughs> but y'all have been really good guests. Um, if you just want to leave by like kind of saying what's coming up that we should kind of keep eyes on in terms of projects or whatever you're working on. And then the second part is like, if you have any tips for people in terms of getting grounded or centering their being, feel free to share also. Dave Machine, take
3: it away. Okay. Um, We've got the gig on Thursday. I think that's the key one right now. Yep, yep. And I think, when are you releasing the EP?
2: The EP's coming out on the tenth of January. Locked there it in is. today. Got a date. <laughs>
3: yeah. That's exciting.
2: Yeah, very exciting.
3: Yeah. I don't have any release dates myself, but I, I like to churn shit out. So you've got a, a recent release? Oh yeah. Kind of? <laughs> as soon as I release things, I'm like they're dead to me. We're <laughs> not right, yeah. talking
0: about his deceased children, then I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but
3: yeah, it's called Sunken Clouds. Cool. It's like silly bassy music with some very good remixes by other people on it as well. Um, right. released by Delight Records very good record oh. label based in Melbourne so check their stuff out as well awesome big ups yeah. big up.
0: and uh, any yeah grounding tips
3: Um, I would say something that I've learned this year is that exercise is actually good oh, and uh, as go, much yeah. as I hate <laughs> it and I've always thought that I would never be someone who exercises like I do yoga three times a week and I go to like th- he calls it cycling but it's spin class the there instructor it is. Um, And yeah, that's made me a lot happier, a lot less anxious, and I just feel ready to pomp. Pomp,
0: (laughs) pomp, pomp. That's awesome. That's a great share. Yeah. The physical embodiment of what the flesh vehicle could and should be. Exactly. Hamuta, what do we got? What's Uh, coming up? What's going down? You
2: know, Dave said it all. I've got the EP coming out on the 10th of Jan. We've got this gig coming up with Rai on the uh, 23rd of November. Yep. um so I'll move straight on to grounding moments.
0: Which you are a, uh, potentially an expert oh on. Oh my gosh. One of the, the key pressure's grounders on. my life, <laughs> I would say.
2: Um recently I've been noticing a lot of strange feelings coming up and not actually be I, I'm feeling almost not capable of processing them mm. and something that I've been slowly trying to do is like doom scrolling is one that can get me. Yeah. Um, so when I feel like I'm gonna do that, I have started finding different DJ mixes that I really like, and I just keep the tab open. No shit. Uh, when I'm feeling it, I literally put the like the mix on, and I go and lie on my bed and I just listen to it until I feel ready to be creative again or just get on with my life.
0: Right. Just some in the moment music therapy. Yeah. Self imposed.
2: Let the mo- Like, and it's usually music that's like I know is really gonna
0: hit. Okay, so it's really there to awaken you. Yeah, to get those I'm going to feel inspiring. really
2: connected to it. I'm going to want to move to it. And it's going to get me out of my mind and into my body. So, yeah.
0: Awesome. Powerful shares. Well, I appreciate it. Thank you both. Thank you. For coming on. Thanks, Dilly. Um, you know, it's always easy to get along with Dave's. So uh, this has been certainly not an exception to that. Um, thanks for everyone in the room today. I appreciate it. we got Ivy, Jess, Porsche. Atlas, woo, woo, woo. thanks for holding down the cams. Shout out to Ferdy Dirk for having it. Thank you, Ferdy. Thanks, uh, Ferdy. Big love. Yes, I mean, look up to the uh, whoever is above us and say thank you to them. <laughs> Appreciate it. Shut it
4: down. <laughs> Shut, <laughs> it down. <laughs> Shut it down. Turn it off.